Welcome to another Carlo and Lade's Sports Show. I'm Robert Laidlaw. And I'm Sean Carlin. And sitting around the table today, we have interest. This is one thing I love about sport, Robert, is that we actually get to see people from all around the world. And sport can take you from little old Gawler to anywhere or vice versa. So sitting around the table today, we have Ricky Simpson, who was from Atlanta, who we spoke to in a previous uh, program. Good day, Ricky. How are you? Very good. We have Evando Lino from Brazil. Brazil. Who we're going to talk to in a little bit about some exciting stuff that's going to be happening in our region. And of course, I know from the fact that normally when we go to buy coffees, I have to shout. So you must be Scottish. Absolutely. You've got it. Do you want a dollar? And with the name Sean, S-E-A-N, the correct Irish spelling, we know where I'm from. England? See, it's always the way. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Uh, Vando, you're Vando Lino, but you're known as Lino, uh, your surname. Why is that? Uh, it's my father's uh, last name. It's easy to uh, call me Lino da Ivando because people call me Ivando sometimes, and uh, I like the name. My father's name was Fernando Lino, which is a beautiful name. So, yeah. And you were born in, in Rio uh, in 1970. When, uh, why did you come to Australia? When and... Uh, um, what was the situation? I came, into I came to Australia in 2005 by my um, brother-in-law invitation. So he invited me several times, but I was okay in Brazil. I got a nice job at uh, uh, a newspaper printer. When I lost my job, I said, why not? So let's go to Australia. I think one of the best decisions I had in my life. Okay, when you were home in Brazil, did you play any soccer? I play soccer since uh, I, I couldn't understand what soccer is. Since three years old, we play soccer in Brazil all the time. We play soccer in the morning, afternoon, night. Every time my mom allowed me to go out, play soccer. We play soccer in the streets. We play soccer in a, in, a, in a parks, uh, casual soccer, and we play soccer at school. We play soccer in the teams. We make kids. We make our own team. Yeah. Sometimes we don't need even a coach. We make our own team and then we challenge other kids for the other streets or the other suburbs or even we traveling by bus to other cities far, one, two hours far away, of course, with somebody else to look after us, just to play in somebody else's farm, places like this. Soccer in Brazil, it is really, really popular. It's the number one sport. So it's a lifestyle. Yes. As I say, it's more than a sport and we saw that with the World Cup in Brazil, the passion and the energy around football or soccer. And that seems even like we think here in Australia, Australian rules football has that sort of same sort of, it's more, it's a bit more than a sport, it's more than a lifestyle. But what you're saying, it almost seems that it's just soccer is even bigger in Brazil than AFL might be here in Australia in terms of how it's approached. It is really big. And uh, because now I'm out Brazil for a long time, I can't see with the other eyes and I can see how the Brazilians are crazy for soccer. They're really crazy. Uh, you know, some, uh, sometimes it's like, unbelievable how they can be so sick for a sport, look like there is only one sport. But there isn't, there is more, more than one over there. And what about, uh, you, you were telling me uh, before about this uh, futsal, which is uh, the academy that you're planning on setting up here at Trinity College. And you're saying uh, some of the uh, reasons they use futsal as a training ground for soccer in Brazil, there was a variety, variety of different reasons. 
Just expand a little bit on that. Okay. Uh, futsal, it's, uh, futsal, you can develop a lot of skills with futsal. Mm -hmm. So the way we, we play in Brazil, we play in the street, we play in the parks. We have no rules. And futsal, it's, a, it's more, uh, how can I say, um, a solid sport with rules. And then there we learn about tactics and defensive and attacks. So it's a real sport. And then in Brazil we play a long time ago. And um, uh, sorry. They play in the like the nineteen thirties and yeah, we are yeah Brazil. Uh, I, I reckon it starts on thirties. Uh, between two universities in Brazil, Brazilian University with Chile University. If I'm right, I'm not sure. So they decide, uh, they are in a basketball court and they decide to play soccer. But the ball is too big, but the soccer field ball is too big and they bouncing too much though. They, they got a ball with the... the time I used to play futsal, the ball was really small and hard. Doesn't bounce a row. Today, bounce a little bit more. The small balls, they could have more control in passing the step. And from then, they developed lots of rules, skillful, and tricks, amazing tricks. Futsal, it's full of tricks. There is more tricks than soccer. The, the, uh, the good players can do amazing things, like uh, helicopter in a, in a Helicopter in a good, kicks, yeah. In a good time, yeah, yeah. We have amazing players like in Falcon, it's it been around the world, everyone knows who, who is, who is Falcon. And many soccer players, famous in Brazil, like Ronaldinho, Ronaldo, they come from futsal. Mm -hmm. they, come from, they come from street soccer, anyway. So you, sorry, Rob. So you've got this combination of flair and excitement where people, you're saying people play in the streets, they play in the park, they'll play anywhere, and that's where the kids can just practice different things and, and use their creativity. And then you've got futsal, which, means you have to play within the set of rules but it's also very skillful yes. and so all of a sudden you've got these players who have got great skills and they've got great creativity and flair and of course that's what we see, see with the the brazilian teams and, and south american teams in general yes, it is. Yes, it is. so your belief is that by introducing uh, the younger generation to futsal before they uh, gravitate towards soccer they will be um, with better skills so that they can be more successful soccer players? Yes, what you try to they're going to be better because they understand the ball, it is a goal. You don't just kick away. You keep it, you take a decision, and then you pass, and you receive, and you score a goal, and then you play back, and then go again. So, footstool is exactly like that. You have a restriction space, so in that time, you have to do things. They, they, with new skills you got in futsal, take this to the to the big field. It's gonna be, you know, you play in parts, and even the big field, you play in small parts until you reach the goal. The matter is the goal. So, uh, with futsal can help you for, uh, for that part. What I like in futsal, just not think about soccer. Think about the futsal as a sport. As a sport, you can play, and then can take you further as well. We, around the world, have a big competition for futsal. In Brazil, I don't think so. I think so is the second or the third sport. I think we're coming from soccer, football, mm -hmm. volleyball, not volleyball, capoeira, that's our fight, and futsal. Volleyball now coming fourth now. 
food source grows and grows and grows more and more. Even here in Australia, I can see the time when I came here, I saw these kids playing futsal here. And I could see how they play right now. We, last um, tournament, we have amazing games. And then I could see a lot of kids, they develop a lot of their skill. Now, the actual word futsal, uh, what does that mean? Is it a combination of words or? It's a combination of words. Um, uh, we call in Brazil the right name used to be football, the salon, like football of saloon. Yes. So we contract the name and make futsal. Football, saloon, futsal. Okay, now when you uh, started coaching uh, soccer, uh, you got involved uh, with uh, Cristiano from the uh, Adelaide United and you went into schools about five years ago, was that? Yeah, around there. When Cristiano stopped playing as a professional, he decided to be coaching. Today, I think he's a futsal coordinator for FFSA. And uh, yeah, he said to me, look, you, you've got skills, you're a good player, you should pass this for the other kids. You can't play anymore, but you can teach. So. Um, yeah, I'm going to work with FSA, so I can drag you with me. So he started coaching for FSA and then asking me to do some course, because it's not just what you know, you need paper as well, you know, so I got my uh, coaching tickets with him. Mm -hmm. I think I got two different uh, tickets and then, uh, yeah, he keep it going now. Now Cristiano doing course for coaches and they still go to some academy and show new, new um, methodology for training, things like that. Uh, in South Australia, I, I think we, uh, he took the, uh, in the tournament in Australia now with the young kids, and then we bring some uh, cups back to, to, this, to this state with Christian command several times. You know, last year, I think they, they won at least two tournaments. Yeah. So the uh, FFSA is a football federation of South Australia. Um, what do you hope to bring from that experience into um, the Trinity Academy for uh, futsal? Uh, like I said before, uh, I want the kids to understand football, futsal is not just kick the ball away. So you have to make magical things with the ball. And then you have to play, what do we play? A beautiful game, o Jogo Bonito. They have to understand it's not just about score goals, but you have to entertain, you have to enjoy. Not play like a robot, but play like a really players. Because uh, sometimes a trick worth more than goal. Well, thank you, Lean. I think uh, the youth in this area are really going to benefit. I know they love their football slash soccer, and I know at Starplex and Trinity we have uh, excellent teams in our boys and our girls. And I think uh, this idea of having an academy here where our younger players can really develop their skills is just going to make them even better. So it's something very exciting. I had one quick question to finish with. I'm interested in, like, I'm, I've been sort of watching soccer, I've grown up playing Australian rules football and doing athletics, but I've seen football in Australia grow uh, dramatically. And so from someone from outside the country, you've now been here for you know, 10, 12 years, have you, have you seen the changes in, in soccer in Australia? 
I saw a lot. Uh, it's more enjoyable now to watch the games. Uh, it's not really skillful, but they, the Australia can bring now a lot of competition now. That's why we're the best in, a, in a Oceanian. We are the number one team. And then, yeah, that's, I think the new generation is going to even make it better. Today, we can't even pick much players everywhere. I think in the future, it's going to be hard to choose because you're going to have plenty, plenty good players. So you can have more than one team in Australia, more than one national team, you can make two. Not now, not right now, but maybe in 10 years, yes. This new generation coming, they're really good players. Well, thank you very much for that, Lino. This is another Carlo and Lade sports show. I'm Robert Laidlaw. And I'm Sean Carlo.